Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of Honey and Soul. Today we are joined by Miss Zara Bakari, who's turning 21 in less than 24 hours. Hi guys, I'm literally so excited. I have had, this has been like a dream of mine to be on a podcast, so I'm really excited to do it, and obviously do it with Ellie. <laughs> Petra's also here. Petra, Petra's singular audience member. Yeah, you know that like audience track and sitcoms? <laughs> yeah, that's going to be Petra. <laughs> so... Today we're gonna to talk about we're gonna talk about a couple of things. We're gonna start off with um, I, I okay. So we want to talk about boys, right? Yeah, I just I want to like touch on the subject. Just I feel like okay. I have to let up let off some steam. No, please, please do. Okay. If you want to just you know what, just go. Yeah, I'll Where just you... okay. I'll just take it away. So I feel like <laughs> something that I did was I gave up men for Lent. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> and I know that sounds like funny and like kind of like. Like, what the heck? Like, what does that mean? But, like, I really, like, didn't go on the dating apps, and I didn't really, like, initiate plans with guys or anything, because I feel like up until Lent, I was literally checking the dating apps, like, three, four, five times a day. It was just, like, unhealthy, and I was, like, I just, like, need to stop. So, I gave up men for Lent. I pretty much stopped talking to all the men that I was currently talking to, except for one of them yeah anyway so I was like whatever like after these 40 days I was like I'm feeling great like I literally don't need a man in my life like I feel like I've just been like living my best life today I was in the seaport I now work in the seaport at Soul Cycle Seaport oh yeah Zara and I work together oh yes that's how Ellie and I know each other um we both work at Soul Cycle you were at Soul Cycle Backway that closed now we work at Soul Cycle Seaport um and I went for my birthday ride we all rode well I didn't come because she was like on the plane but Petra came and like all my friends it was super fun um and since I was in the area I was like oh my gosh I really want to go to La Colombe my favorite coffee place in the entire world Mm -hmm. and if you don't know what La Colombe is you're just missing out yeah if you don't know what La Colombe is like please go there's one in the seaport in Boston I think that's the only one here right is there only do they have them in other cities I'm assuming yes oh yeah yeah there's a bunch in Chicago I think there's only one in Boston though yeah, um, and it happens it. to be in Seaport, and it happens to be under the building of one of the guys that I was talking to pre-40 days of Lent, um, who, I don't even know how to describe this guy. Like, um, how would finance you, bro, Definitely, right? yeah, finance bro. Works for one of the big four, right? Yeah, work, yeah, works for one of the big four. I think I was just very into the fact that, one, he was older, and two, he worked at like this amazing company which now yeah. that I have friends that work there I'm kind of like it's not all that it yeah. makes out to be and I was like well, what are the chances I run into him like lol that'd be really funny I'm freaking out La Colombe and I'm looking out the window and there I see him walking to the gym mask below the nose the whole deal I was like you gotta be and we definitely did that like icon thing where it's like I think that's you but I'm not sure and mm-hmm. I'm not gonna text you to see if that was you or not anyways I just thought that was like funny and ironic that like I like I'm in the seaport like what twice and and he happens to and be he there. happens to be of there course. since I've gotten to college I've tried to make relationships work like kind of force them and because I like want like I did for a while like want one so badly so I was just like trying to force it and kind of like seeing like oh yeah you'll be my boyfriend you'll be my boyfriend whatever right and then I just like wouldn't work and then I'd get upset about it but I feel like now I'm kind of like I don't really want a boyfriend like I'm living my best life. I'm 20, 21 yeah. years old at midnight. Yeah, guys, she turns 21 tomorrow. Tonight at midnight. Yeah. Oh, yes. Sorry. <laughs> Tonight. I also, I'm so jet lagged, so this episode's going to be really Oh, yeah. This is going to be, really be great. I know. Um, but yeah, I just feel like I, 
like don't really want a boyfriend. Like I feel like I have like all this stuff going on in my life and like I don't yeah. really have time for a boyfriend. That's good though. Yeah. The other thing I want to talk about is men texting you at freaking 11 p.m. <laughs> okay. I, I think this makes me sound really old, but my, like, if someone's going to booty call me, I don't care, but I, like, I would prefer that it's around 11 p.m., because then what if, like, I need to put on makeup? What if I need to, like, get myself together? I mean, it's okay. most likely I'm out already, so okay. it's fine, but... Okay, so I think but that's I know the you difference. Have more of a I think that's the difference between us, because I, if I'm out already, then, like, I don't care, but if it's, like, during right. the week, like, if it's literally a Wednesday night, which this literally happened to me on Wednesday night, if it's a Wednesday night, like, I go to bed early, like, right. 10, 10, 30, 11. Yeah. So if you text me at, like, 11, 30, I'm simply not gonna see it. Also, it's, like, why can't we hang out at, like, 9? Like, if you texted me at 9, then I would have probably, like, gotten, like, put on makeup. But actually, no, I'm not putting on makeup for, like, a guy <laughs> that's gonna booty call me. Yeah. But, like, I would have probably, like, had gone over yeah but 11 like 11 p.m is just simply too late in my opinion yeah on a weekday for sure on a weekday on a weekend i feel like it at least for me it doesn't yeah. matter but then that my issue there is like i'm already out with my friends like i don't want to leave my friends for some mediocre white boy like <laughs> like so that's why i'm kind of like do i really like want to focus on guys right now i don't know so i'm like still trying to figure that out but i'm pretty sure i just don't want to and have a lot of other yeah. things about my life but i feel like that's really good too though because I've been seeing a lot of TikToks where they'll talk about how, like, women who are super smart and sure of themselves and are career-driven and everything are less likely to settle and be in relationships. Like, those are the women that are single. Mm -hmm. And I think that makes a lot of sense because I feel like a lot of our mutual friends and your friends and my friends mm -hmm. are all very driven women mm -hmm. and men. Yeah. And most of us are single. Yeah. I would, yeah. Reason. I would say... I think only I think Megan is probably my only friend right now that's in a relationship, mm -hmm. yeah. and she's super. I can tell she's super driven. Yeah. and, like has her shit together. Yeah, I agree. I mean, she's she's been, the exception. To she's the, yeah, she's the exception. She's been dating this guy since like freshman year of college. Like I think nobody has their shit together yeah. freshman year of college. And no. like, if I had gotten into a relationship freshman year of college, I just don't think it would have worked. But yeah, like I'm <laughs> yeah. thinking like I just like all of us have so many like goals and like. Mm -hmm things that we want to accomplish and like yeah. I feel like just like adding like a guy in the picture is just like not gonna do it. also we're all so young and still trying to figure everything out like you guys are graduating yeah I'm graduating in a year like yeah. I have no idea what I'm gonna like I didn't know what I was doing this summer like until two weeks ago so it's like yeah. I'm like you think I'm gonna know what I'm gonna be doing in like the next year no so I feel like we all like need to figure that out first and then it's like we can focus on a guy also I've heard that guys come into your life when you least expect them. Okay, people have been telling me that since I was fifteen. Mm -hmm. They've been they told me that when my first boyfriend and I broke up, and I remember just being like, "Okay, yeah, I believe it." And now I'm like, you know what? I think that's just something that people tell people going through a breakup. You to think make them so? Feel yeah. I mean, I think there's some truth to it, but I also think it's one of those things that people would tell me to yeah. be like, "You're gonna be fine. Like, you'll find someone eventually." Yeah. And I'm kind of at the point where it's like. If I find someone great, I like. Mm -hmm. I would love to be in a relationship, but I also have my own things to do, and yeah, I'm probably moving in five months, hopefully. And no, you're not. <laughs> Ellie, like, if Ellie moves, Petra, I, I really, Petra, you also can't move, but I feel like you're more likely to stay here than Ellie is. <laughs> Ellie, oh, like, well, we'll like, see. neither of you can move, but like, 
I will like actually be depressed if you move. But anyways. <laughs> yeah. And so right now, it, I just, I don't know. I, I think that it there is truth to the whole idea that you'll find someone you meet when you least expect it. Mm-hmm. I also have half a mind that I'm going to meet someone when I'm like moving or like I'm really? going somewhere. Yeah. I, I imagine that it will be very inconvenient just because mm. I think the universe likes to just kind of pull one over on me every yeah. once in a while. Um, <laughs> I love that for you. Yeah. I know. I feel like I did hear that a lot when I was going through my breakup when I was in high school. Oh my gosh. Wait, I forget if we talked about this. Have you ever had a, do you have a crazy ex-boyfriend? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that we fully, I don't think I've ever told you this. Well, I, okay. Yes, you have a little bit. Okay. I, I don't, my ex-boyfriend isn't crazy. Okay. But uh, people used to call our, like, everything that happened after our breakup, like, it was the ex and Ellie saga. Okay. Um, if that gives you some context. <laughs> okay. Some people who know him will probably listen to this, so I can't go into detail. Oh, okay, but, okay, okay. Um, but yes, so, crazy. It, didn't he call you, like, 35 times and, like, stalk you? Yeah, it was a yeah. whole saga. So, let's give the spark notes. Yeah, I'll give the spark notes version of the saga. So, let's... Look, I, I feel like it's going to be hard to beep his name out, so let's give him a fake name. Let's call him Matthew. Okay. Um. So, I don't know how I came up with Matthew. I actually don't know anyone named Matthew. Um. Yeah, so me and Matthew dated all of freshman year, but we were kind of, like, hooking up all of high school sort of mm-hmm. situation. Um. And when I got to college, I... Yeah, it, like, we, like, we, like, hooked up over breaks. Like, you know, we were kind of, like, consistently hooking up until Matthew got a girlfriend. Um, so I was like, whatever, Matthew got a girlfriend, he was kind of, like, out of my life, I wasn't, like, attached to him or anything. Um, and then one night, Matthew called me, like, 17 times in a night because I posted something on my Snapchat story, and I was, like, blah, 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 like, going out or something, he called me, he was like, I just want to make sure you're okay, I want to make sure you're okay, and I was like, I'm fine, like, what's going on? And then he basically was like, I miss you, like, I want to get back together, and I was like, don't you have a girlfriend? Like, what, like, what is this? Like, he was like, we don't have to tell her, like, I want you to come visit me. Wait, so was this last year? Yeah, this is my sophomore year. This is my sophomore year. Oh my! I think they started. They started dating somewhere in our freshman year of college. I don't know when, but sophomore beginning of sophomore year is when this all started. Um, So was this still happening? Like right when we hit the pandemic? Yeah, (gasps) it was still happening during the panini. Oh my god! Um, Yeah, and so basically that was one night. Separate night. He calls me thirty four times, and I have like I wish this was like a video. I could like show you all the screenshots. Um, But he calls me thirty four times in a night, and I just hear any of them because my phone was on do not disturb and I was out and I basically called him when I got back and I was like you like you can't keep calling me like I'm gonna block your number this is ridiculous you have a girlfriend like whatever and he was like oh I'm sorry like I was like really drunk or something the first time he did it though he was stone cold sober so I'm like your excuse of like is he bipolar I think he needs to go to like a mental institution and get himself checked out and I have no idea if him and the girl are still dating I for her sake hope that they're not because he's a certified freak seven days a week yeah. um but yeah and then when things got really bad he called me it, it was like three in the morning on like a monday and he called me and he was like i miss you i want to get back together why do you hate me all this stuff so oh no yeah and i that like it like while i was like wow like he like really like for a second i was like oh my gosh like he really misses me like oh my gosh and then i was like no 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 yeah like this is well, it's really because... bad <laughs> Because I okay, maybe I'm wrong, but you and I are very similar. Yeah, we like attention. Oh my gosh, I'll be I love attention. I'll be the first to admit yeah, I love so attention. Yeah, so first I'm like, oh, 
you you want to hang out with me? Like, you want my attention? Uh Like, okay. Yeah, exactly. Even when it's incredibly toxic. Incredibly toxic. And he... The re- I broke up with him because I could see our relationship going south really quickly, like right. being very toxic. Obviously, it didn't help that we were hooking up all of high school, but yeah. you know, whatever. Um, and so then I call him the next day, and I basically like, and like, if you do this again, like, I'm going to tell your girlfriend, I'm going to tell her everything, like, I'm going to send her the screenshots, whatever. He was like, okay. So I ended up blocking his number right after that because mm-hmm. I was like, I just don't want to get another phone call at three in the morning. I don't want to be harassed 34 times or however many mm-hmm. it was. Um, so yes, yeah. so then Panini hits. Um, and, and then... And you go home. And I go right. home, yeah. And I don't hear from him, because I'm like, okay, great, he got the message. I locked his number, whatever. Like, he clearly got the message. Then, one day in July, oh I get a snap text from Matthew, and I'm like, oh It my. sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. One, well, well, one it was... in July. It was actually... It was, I, like, to be honest, this was, like, one of, like, the worst day for other reasons, but, like, this was, like, one of, like, the worst days of my entire life and I should have known it was going to be a bad day when it started out with getting a snap text from Matthew because he couldn't text me because he knew I blocked his number he texts me and he goes hey like how are you and I was like I'm fine are you still dating Caroline let's call her Caroline okay okay that's not her actual name let's call her Caroline yeah I was like I'm fine are you still dating Caroline he's like yeah and I'm like does she know that you're snap chatting me right now and he goes no and then I just say by Matthew, block him on Snapchat, block him on Instagram, block him from my Finsta. Um, I forgot. I don't think I had any other Instagrams at the time. Blocked him from Venmo, blocked him from Snapchat, blocked him from all okay, of my emails. Pause. I never realized that people like. Okay, I knew people stalked other people on Venmo, mm-hmm. but I didn't think that it was so popular until like a friend of mine was like, "Oh yeah, I went through his Venmo history to like find out if he was cheating." Oh on me yeah. But anyways, continue. I don't think we'd ever Venmo each other, but just in case. Like, any TikTok, I think, any wow. social media that you could think that I could block him on, I blocked him on. And I took all the screenshots that I had. I didn't have as many as I used to because I got a new phone, so, like, half my pictures got deleted. Took all the screenshots I had, Instagram DM'd Caroline, all of them. And that really did, like, wonders for my confidence because I never thought that I was going to be that person. I was always like, oh, I'm going to tell her one day, I'm going to tell her one day. But I was like, girl's a girl. Like, if I was her, I would want to know. And if anybody listening to this is in, like, a similar situation and it's, like, even, like, remotely thinking about it, tell them because they're going to be so... Like, they might be sad and upset about it. Or, like, worst thing, they're going to be like, my boyfriend would never do that. Like, who the fuck? Like, you're the crazy ex, whatever. And I'm glad I did because he, like, told her, like, all of this, like, crazy, like, shit that just, like, was not true. Like, he was, like... I was like, I don't know if you have any idea of who I am. And she was like, oh, yeah, like... Matthew told me that, like, you're his ex, that you guys, like, catch up, like, time to time, like, whatever. And I was like, mm-hmm. we don't, because I never had talked to him since you guys started dating. But, yeah, anyways, I I don't know if they broke up after that. I don't know if they're still together or not. I don't think they broke up right after. Um, I don't know if they're together now. But, anyways, he's crazy. Wow. And he def- it definitely took a toll on my mental health, I feel like. Yeah, I always, like, sometimes I think about how crazy it is that one person can completely implode your mental health and, like, make things so hard for you mentally. Yeah. I would probably be, like, way farther along in my mental health growth whatever. I agree. I think it's so insane. And it's funny because a lot of times the person that really imploded your mental health was also there for you when you had other Mm -hmm. shit going on before all of that stuff. Like, I remember, like, 
like when me and Matthew were like dating, it was like a very like health before it turns out this very healthy relationship and like he was always there for me if I ever like needed anything and like I was also like mental like morale was low freshman year of high school so it was like nice to have him but it's just like crazy like he was there for me and then he single-handedly like really did wonders mental health but lots of therapy sessions later we're better and I literally don't even think about him so well that's good yeah (laughs) we love we love a psycho ex we love a psycho ex oh my god (laughs) wait what's his sign okay so he's a libra but his birthday is october 22nd so he's a Libra Scorpio cusp. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. That. <laughs> and and he very well could be a Scorpio. And I know you are a Scorpio, and I know Petra's mm-hmm. a Scorpio, and you guys are, like, two of the best Scorpios I know. But, like, I really, you two are the only Scorpios in my life. Like, I genuinely, I typically do not get along well with Scorpios. Yeah. So Scorpio men are, as Petra said, a whole different ballgame. Mm-hmm. Um, I date a Scorpio man. Uh, oh. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. I, <laughs> out of all the signs to date, <laughs> Scorpio I would, man, I would stay I away. I wouldn't from... recommend it. It's yeah. funny how, like, the signs are, like, so different. Like, I feel like Aries women I get along with very well. Aries mm-hmm. men that are not a homosexual, I do not get along with. Really? Yes, because I think we just... I think I know a couple Aries men. I feel like the two of you ruined me because I just read everyone their charts now. So sorry, I'm the worst. I don't really, like, care about the charts, but, like, I do care about the Zodiac, and I, like, their Zodiac sign, and, like, if I could know their sun, moon, rising, that would be great. Like, it's not going to affect if I'll go on a date with them, necessarily, but, like, it'll... Explain their behavior. It'll, yeah, it'll explain their behavior, and also, like, going into it, I'll be like... Like, going into a date with a cancer is very different than going into a date with, like, and Aries. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know ninety percent of the people that listen to this are gonna be like, What the fuck is going yes. on? <laughs> but um no, I totally agree. Like I just like if you're right, like I feel like all the like cancers in general are just very like nice, sweet, chill, like more right. laid back, like emotional, but like whatever. And Aries is like the exact opposite, like can talk for days, super extroverted, like the aggressive sign, like, whatever, all the, uh, needs mm-hmm. to be in charge. Okay, and we also want to talk about um, disordered eating, which I know is a little Yes, yes, not to completely do a 180. Yeah. But, oh my gosh, not that I'm, like, nervous to talk about it, but I literally, like, the first time I've ever talked about disordered eating to literally anybody, like, Abby, Abby has no idea, Megan, I mean, I'm sure, like, Abby and Megan, yeah. Abby and Megan are my two best friends, BT yeah. Dubs, for a podcast reference. They, I'm sure, have an idea because they've, like, both made, like, comments on it. But, like, I haven't, like, fully, like, been, like... Right. There's, like, this, like, pretty big portion of my life that causes me anxiety, like, every day that just, like, you don't know yeah. about. Um, yeah. So, I basically, what inspired me to kind of, like, talk about this was yesterday, my friend Augustina actually went on her friend... I guess our friend. I almost friends with this girl. Bonnie's podcast um, that she has... And her entire episode was on disordered eating. And it, like, I didn't think that it was really an issue, like, until I listened to that podcast. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, I can relate to, like, 95% of the things that Augustina was talking about. And I want to preface this by saying, like, I do not have a diagnosed eating disorder. So, like, I don't want to, like, you know, come at it like that perspective. But, like, I think being a girl in society is hard. And there's so much, like, pressure on girls like either like look a certain way act a certain way whatever but yeah I don't know oh my gosh I'm nervous to talk about it (laughs) no we can I mean yeah I totally agree I I think the first time 
I mm, the first time I started saying that I felt like I participate in a lot of habits that I would consider disordered eating, I think was probably last year I started using there's this app called Noom. Oh God, the apps are the worst. Yeah. Well, no, I actually really liked this one, and it was did the program for a pretty long time, and it was a lot about the psychological um, mental blocks that we have around food Mm -hmm. and the habits that I formed because of these thought distortions around food. Um, And it was really interesting, and I kind of nerd out about that kind of thing where it goes into into like your psyche rather than like the physical food, if that makes sense. and I realized that a lot of things that I was doing, a lot of diets that I was doing, I've done, um, I was vegan for a while, which was for, uh, I want to be more plant-based. It mm-hmm. wasn't, it wasn't technically for weight loss, but I think at one point I did think that, oh, if I'm vegan, I'll lose weight. Yeah. Um, I did paleo, I did Whole30, I did, um, the only one I didn't do was keto, and I'm really glad I didn't because that has a lot of health yeah. issues. Yeah, don't um, do keto, yeah, unless it, your registered dietitian tells you to. Yes. Don't do it. Yeah, so I would say, like, about a year ago, I realized that, um, well, for one thing, I had a lot of stomach issues for a while, and I realized that was because I was just jumping between diets. And then I started to, like, there were days where I would work out a ton, and then I would freak out about how many calories I was eating, and uh, I would work out more based on how much I was eating, and I would, I just, I wasn't eating as healthy as I thought I was eating. It was Mm -hmm. more that I was... Um, I don't really know how to describe it. It just, it wasn't healthy. It was like I was eating healthy things. I put that in quotes. Um, but I was just eating a shit ton of food and I wasn't treating my body well and I was way too focused on calories and way too focused on, um, you know, making sure that I was losing weight. And I put mm-hmm. that in quotes too because I've been trying to lose weight for like seven fucking years. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's not, I realized talking to my therapist that it's just, it's, it's not for health reasons. Mm-hmm. It's literally just a mental block. And it's yeah. something that I still struggle with. And I I think I've talked about it on this podcast before because I think that more people need to talk about it. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I something that Augustina said in her podcast, which really resonated with me, was that she felt like she's been on a diet her entire life and right. like, has been trying to lose weight her entire life. Yeah. And I, that is, like, what kind of, like, really resonated with me. So I guess, like, my back story is just like for reference I my entire family on my dad's side has high cholesterol and I have metabolism as slow as a turtle I literally look at a chip and gain 12 pounds so that's just and I that like that is like after so many like medical tests and like whatever because I feel like for a certain time I was on a diet for like a really really long time and I just like literally could not lose weight and it was simply because my metabolism is just really slow and that's I've come to realize like I'm okay with it like I'm never gonna be right. like a size I mean also I'm 5'10 like I don't think I'd ever be healthy if I was a size double zero but that's just never gonna be me but anyways I so when I was six years old I went to like the doctor and like we like ran some tests or whatever just like make sure I was healthy and the doctor was like you're like to my parents she's like your daughter has high cholesterol so like she needs to be like basically not eating, like, any cholesterol or, like, eating, like, only, like, fish, whatever. So I, like, was eating a lot less meat. Like, I remember, like, my parents would, like, stop buying, like, waffles and, like, or we had, like, Nutella in the house. Like, only my brother could eat it because it had cholesterol in it, whatever. So, and I know, like, high, like, having high cholesterol is, like, something that is a serious issue and I'm lucky, like, I've now, like, managed to find a way to, like, 
not have high cholesterol. I haven't had high cholesterol since I was like 12 or something like that. So yeah, but I, it was just like hard being like, like I was like, my brother didn't have high cholesterol. Like I was the one that got it and it was completely genetics. Like, you know, no six year old just like gets high cholesterol. But yeah, so I feel like from the time I was six, I was always on a diet and like nothing was working. And I was also, oh, I also, I've been an athlete my entire life. Like Mm -hmm. I swam competitively up until I was 14 and then I started rowing competitively. So I've always had kind of like an athletic build. I've never been like the like scrawny little like twig that you see running. Like that was never me. Um, And so I remember when swimming got really competitive and I had to like start going like before school, whatever love my mom to death she just grew up in a different time than we did she was like oh you should like do this thing called the scarsdale diet like she like basically told me i needed oh, to go on a diet and i was like oh okay which like looking back at like pictures or anything like i looked completely normal like i looked like bigger than the other girls but i was also one just a different build and two five ten five ten <laughs> i'm like well, i wasn't five ten back then but i've, I've been well, tall yeah my entire life so like right. my proportions yeah so anyways my mom was like, I do the Scarsdale diet, and, like, it's basically, like, a two-week diet, and she's like, I do it when I need to lose, like, five pounds. I was like, wow. okay, so two-week diet, obviously not sustainable, because it's two weeks. What's it, like, what is it? Is it a juice cleanse? Because I know a lot of people... It's not a juice cleanse, so I, I, like, I literally have so much PTSD from this fucking diet that I remember it. Um, every morning, for breakfast, you would have half a grapefruit. Like, that was your breakfast. Oh, that your breakfast with yeah. half a grapefruit. I'm like now. I'm like, are you are you kidding me? Like, yeah, no. I like a half a grapefruit. That wouldn't do anything for me. You'd, I'd be hungry by ten, and I always was hungry by mm. like ten. So your breakfast was half a grapefruit. You could have black coffee. They didn't want you to put anything in your coffee. I think. I mean, I was like twelve, so I was drinking. Oh, I wow. I did start drinking coffee when I was nine, so I was definitely drinking coffee at the time. But like. Wait, pause. You started drinking coffee when you were nine? Yes, because my mom grew up in El Salvador. So, where, like, coffee beans are, like, grown. So, what they do is they give their kids, like, a little bit of coffee with a lot of milk. And then, like, pretty much by by the time you're, like, 12, you're, like, on, like, a normal coffee drinking schedule. That's why... I literally cannot go a day without having coffee or caffeine or something. Cause I that get... makes so much more sense now. Yeah. Um, for context, Zara drinks more caffeine than me, and like that to me is yeah. insane. Because... I drink a, I do drink a lot of caffeine. I've I've tried to become better about it, but like some days I just like yeah yeah. But anyways, continue. anyways. So yeah, anyway, since I was twelve, I was not drinking black coffee. So I, my mom would put like a little bit of like milk in there. So that was like breakfast every single day for two weeks. <laughs> the lunches were like. One day was, like, cold cuts and cheese. One day was just, like, a giant thing of fruit. Like What? Yeah. I, the, the meals on it were ridiculous. I don't remember, like, I just remember, like, some of the meals I was, like, I'm still going to be hungry. So if you want to look up the Scarsdale diet, like, you can and you can see how ridiculous it yeah. is. Like, also the fact that it's, like, you think after two weeks, like, you're just going to lose weight. Like, you're going to go back to it's your... It's just water weight. It's just water weight. And you're going to go back and you're going to gain it all back. And that's exactly yeah. what was happening with me. So I feel like that's kind of what stemmed my disordered eating and now that coupled with a I pretty aggressive addiction to exercise, which yeah. I'm still trying to figure out. I, I wouldn't say I'm addicted to exercise now like I was before, but like there was definitely a certain period of time where I was addicted to exercise and I really have to credit it all to my high school rowing coach. I really hope he doesn't listen to this, but <laughs> if he does, like whatever, he's out yeah. of my life. Um, we would have practice 
six days a week, like, after school. Right. Um, for, like, whatever, three, four hours. Mm-hmm. And then when we were in season, sometimes we would have practice in the morning as well. Um, where either we would do, like, lifts or we would do, like, seat racing, which is, like, basically when you, like, just, like, row up and down the river a bunch, like, as fast as you can. You, like, try to figure out, like, who's the fastest, who's not. It, yeah, it, rowing was, like, mentally the hardest thing of my entire life. Yeah, and I, I can like, imagine. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not doing it in college because I think my mental health would be, like, actually down the drain. Yeah. But anyways, we were, like, we kind of were, like, oh, so our one day off was Sunday. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of all, like, if you're not doing like an active recovery workout on Sunday like you're not doing it and like so when I came out of rowing I had this mentality that I had to work out six days a week minimum sometimes work out twice a day in order yeah to not gain weight because I was like if I'm not like you know whatever I'm gonna gain all this weight so I was lucky that I found SoulCycle when I did I was a junior in high school and so I we had practice six days a week like I would go to SoulCycle on Sundays when I didn't practice and like I went solely because I wasn't trying to, like, work, like, I think deep down I was, like, I oh, this is a workout as well, but, like, I went because it was, like, it made me happy, like, I was excited yeah. to go, so I'd go every single Sunday, 4 p.m. with Katie at North, where I still remember it, um, and she still teaches that class to this day, so that's, like, funny, um, but, yeah, so I was, I, when I found Soul Cycle, I was, like, okay, well, like, this is great, like, this is cardio, like, I'm just gonna, like, if I do Soul Cycle like every day and then like sometimes I'll do a double like that's amazing like then that's just like rowing like I won't gain any weight and I was like I'm not gonna get in the freshman 15 like whatever yada 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 so yeah pretty much like once I quit rowing or once rowing stopped I didn't do my I didn't do rowing second semester senior year because I knew I wasn't rowing in college so I was like why am I gonna put myself through this first semester when it's gonna mean nothing so stopped rowing started working at SoulCycle pretty much at the exact same time so we get to ride for free Mm because we work at SoulCycle um, so I'd literally go every day and then it turned into doubling every day and then it turned into doubling every day and tripling three times a week, three to four times a week. And wait, I didn't know you tripled. Oh my God. Times a week. I was triple queen Damn. my end of my senior year of high school. Cause I remember when you told me you tripled one day, I forget it was like someone's birthday or something. And I thought that that was like a one-time thing. I didn't I didn't know. Was... I did a quad once for my oh, best friend. Oh, that was the quad. Yeah. You're for right, my best right. friend Riley's okay. birthday. Um, yeah, the triple, the tripling, like, I literally, I remember there was one day where I did three triples, like, three days in a row, and by the Holy end of it, shit. like, it was, like, it was really bad. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who haven't done Soul Cycle, it's a high-intensity cycling it's, class. It's, yeah, it's 45 minutes of straight cardio, so yeah. doing that, oh, and, like, yeah, sometimes I do the Survivors, and that's, like, an hour, and then oh two God. more after that, yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously I was in, like, great shape, but I was just doing, like, horrible stuff to my body. Or, like, I would yeah, do, like... Yeah, it's hard on your joints, too. For oh, sure. yeah, it's definitely hard on your joints yeah. after a point. Or, like, I'd, like, meet with, like... Because I was, like, still at my high school, I, like, still, like, met with my, like, lifting coach from rowing who would, like, help us, like, during off-season. So, like, sometimes I'd, like, go, like, do, like, an hour session with him and then do a double soul cycle right after. Like, it was just... It was a really wow. bad addiction to exercise. Yeah. Um... And so then I came to college, and I didn't work at SoulCycle right when I started. I now work there, but I took kind of a year just to, like, get acclimated to college. And I was like, okay, well, like, now I have to pay for all my SoulCycle classes. Like, I can't just, like, go three times a day, like, for free. And that caused me an insane amount of anxiety. Like, only, like, really going. I would go when my, one of my best friends, Sophie, she worked at SoulCycle, so I would, I would go every single time whenever she would work, and then, like, I would usually, like, find, like, 
find a way to either pay for like a couple classes a week or like my parents would pay or whatever um so on days that I didn't do double soul cycle I went to the gym and did soul cycle so I was doing like two workouts a day every day and then like on days that I was just like exhausted and didn't want to work out and didn't want to go to the gym didn't want to do anything like I would be like complaining about it my friends Megan and Abby would be like well why don't you just not go to the gym and I'd be like no like I can't go like I have to go like I like have to whatever I have to work out today like yeah so that was my yeah so basically long story and now I feel like I'm getting better about it where like I still I let I genuinely enjoy working out so like I probably do work out like six days a week yeah but I feel like it's a good at least for me it's a mental health thing for sure it is it's like what like 45 minutes to an hour you just like dedicate like by yourself like you're Mm -hmm. just with yourself you can focus on yourself like now I'm like soul cycle is literally all cardio so I feel like now like I like I love SLT I love berries and like like even now sometimes I'm like I'll just like go to SLT for like a day yeah. that's like 50 minutes but like SLT is like Pilates so it's very like low intensity you're not getting your heart rate up you're probably not burning more than like 250 calories in a class whereas like soul cycle like today I think I burned like 570 something yeah. like it's very low intense and so, so like I'll like get anxious when I like go to SLT and like don't like do yeah. some other cardio afterwards which is something I'm like working on but I feel like I've gotten better about it and yeah. listening to my body plus like it definitely takes time I think for me I want I still have days where I get anxiety if I have eaten a lot and I didn't work out that much or on days where I eat a lot and I don't work out yeah and it's incredibly frustrating because I, I was not an athlete I was a <laughs> choir kid like this didn't really start for me I think I always was way too concerned about my weight. Yeah. But then I started working out a lot starting in, I want to say, like, second semester of freshman year is when I started doing a lot of soul cycle mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, I just always had this mentality that I needed to work out so that I could eat more. And I think part yeah. of that was uh, my parents are very athletic and they're very in shape. Mm-hmm. Um, and my sister is also an athlete. And I think I saw from them that, like... I, or from them that if I exercised more then I could eat more yeah but then I was like I would just be eating a lot of healthy food or like I would be eating I would make exceptions for things that weren't good for me and I, I would eat like a whole pint of Ben and Jerry's and then mm-hmm. like it just was super and then feel like bad about yourself yeah, yeah and then the next day I would work out a ton and I still have days where if I eat a little bit extra the night before the next day I'll be like okay I want to double it soul and like two weeks ago no on Monday, literally on Monday when I was in London, I felt like I ate, oh yeah, I was in London for two weeks, which is why I'm jet lagged <laughs> and I'm just mm-hmm, yeah. in the background. But um, yeah, Sunday, uh, my dad's friends did like a Sunday roast for us and it was delicious, but I like drank a lot and I ate a lot. And the next day I was like, I'm going to double it soul cycle because I just feel like a fat shite. Mm-hmm. And um, I ended up, I was so proud of myself because I didn't. Mm-hmm. And those moments I think are really important is when you remind yourself that you don't need to exercise a ton in order to, you know, eat food. Yeah. Like that's not how it works. The two are not the same. They're not yeah. connected. It's, yeah. And I think we also live in a culture where like everyone is, you know, lifting, going to the gym and being super healthy and like all these, you know, Instagram influencers have these certain kind of bodies that we all like mm-hmm. want to have. And I'm just like, doesn't fucking matter no it doesn't matter and it's taking me three years of this to figure it out well i mean my entire life but three years of intense exercising plus the eating to figure that out yeah and i think it's interesting that like now i feel like 
when like our parents growing up like the ideal body type was like slim slender like bare like can like almost see their bones sort of body type. I feel like now it's like strong as the new skinny yeah like I and that's something I really pride myself on because I was kind of the same way it's taken me a really long time to be like proud of my like the body and like sure like there are obviously days where, like you'll eat like a whole pint of Ben and Jerry's or like what like that happens but I am like I love now love the fact that like I'm 5'10 and like like just to be honest like I feel like I could beat up a lot of men that I see <laughs> a lot of scrawny men <laughs> a lot of scrawny even not scrawny men like I've always just been like a very muscular person and I'm like I'm yeah. proud like I like the fact that like I have like muscles and yeah. like plus you're healthy yeah plus I'm healthy I, I I think health looks different on different people yeah and I agree I it it's sad to me that you know, I didn't realize that when I was 15. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, at the end of the day, it's like, as long as people are being happy or being healthy and that they're happy and they're eating whole foods, like, I think that's why these TikTok trends drive me crazy because I'm like, you don't need to be doing these challenges in order to, like, like, you shouldn't be exercising to make your body look a certain way. Yeah, no, you shouldn't. It's like, you should be exercising. You should find stuff that you enjoy. Because ultimately, like they say, it's 80% in the kitchen, 20% in the gym. So it's like, ultimately what you do in the gym isn't going to really affect your weight loss, like eating well. Like, like obviously if your goal is to like bulk up, then like you're not going to like go to SoulCycle six times a week. But if your goal is to like become like leaner or like if your goal is to like be like, like have like a health, like if you have heart issues and like you need to be Mm -hmm. doing cardio, like different people have different fitness goals and I feel like that's important to note that like not everyone wants to go to soul cycle six times a week not everyone wants to like you know whatever so I feel like it's just important like finding what exercise works for you coupled with a generally healthy diet and I feel like people are so quick to just like assume not like assume but like people like perfect example again love my mom to death she just grew up in a different time mm-hmm. um we were in quarantine so we were spending just like a lot of time together and I would say I generally eat pretty healthy, obviously, like, the weekends, like, whatever shit happens, but, like, generally, I am a pretty healthy person, and I was home during quarantine, and my mom just, like, she was, like, I've just been noticing, like, you eat a lot of peanut butter, and I was, (laughs) like, oh, like, okay, like, yeah, I guess, because, like, I think that day, like, I made, like, a smoothie with peanut butter for breakfast, and then for lunch, I made... Uh, like Thai, like a Thai veggie curry stir fry thing with like a peanut sauce. Um, and she was like, "Well, I I just think that like peanut like peanut butter just like has a lot of fat in it. Like you should like probably go like get like." She was like, "You probably go see a nutritionist and like get like all your levels checked out and make sure you're healthy." I was like, or she I don't know. It was it was a little more drawn out. Like we I think got in like an actual argument about it. I tried to block it out of my memory, but I remember just being like, "What the heck?" Like. And it's because my mom, my mom is on keto because her registered dietitian told her to go on keto because she is pre-diabetic. So she like can't really eat like carbs or sugars. So, like her diet yeah. looks, and at the time I was like, I'm a pescatarian. So like our diets were just like really different. And I think she just like wasn't, I don't know. She was just, like, you should just like go to the nutritionist, like whatever. Like, I think that like you're, un- I don't think she said like, I think you're unhealthy, but she basically was like, I think you're unhealthy. Cause I think like to yeah. me, like I don't have her healthy like body type in mind so I was like oh I literally was like okay because I knew I was gonna go to the nutritionist and they were gonna tell me that all my levels were like great good to go and I was healthy healthy and you're feeding yourself the nutrients that you need yeah so I go to the nutritionist and she's like 
whatever. We do every single test under the sun. We do the food and sensitivity test. We do, like, the, like, blood test that, like, will show, like, whatever. It'll show, like, your sugar levels. Like, it basically will tell you, like, what foods you need to, like, eat more or eat less of. And every single thing came back, like, either, like, normal or, like, above expectations or, like, what, like, everything came back. Like, the only thing that was, like, concerning in my diet was that I found out I was, um, insensitive to dairy so she was like you should just like try and not eat dairy which I did and I still do but I realized like cheese just makes me happy so like I'm just <laughs> simply not going to cut it out of my diet because I enjoy eating it I'm obviously not going to eat like blocks of cheese at a time except right. for that one time Wait, yeah I want to tell the story okay yes, so please do. there was one day where Zara and I were working at Soul together and then we were doing I think we were doing like a cocktail night or something yes. at our, at also it was that time of the month just want to preface oh that. yes well, so I get, like, a text from Zara that's like, do you ever just really need cheese? Like, just really need it. And I I didn't really know how to react, and I was like, uh, yes, I mean, I guess. And so like, the whole time we're at work, she just keeps talking about how much she really wants cheese. And so I bought her a block of cheese. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, like, that's pretty much that, it. That but was it. Just it. Was, uh, one of my favorite yeah. Zara memories. <laughs> I just, like, like, you know, like, when it's ladies, I'm sure you can relate when it's that time of the month and you just, like, need, like, one specific food. Like, for me, that day, in that moment, it was yeah. cheese. For me, it's chocolate or, like, chips. It just depends. Oh, yeah. Chocolate is another one for me. Um, but, yeah, like, I feel like that was, like, the only thing. like, now that, like, I know about it, I try not to eat dairy. Right. Um, obviously, again, shit happens and I'm not going to cut cheese out of my diet because I enjoy yeah. it. Um, but, yeah, I just thought that it was interesting, and I came back, and I, I think my mom was, like, shocked, but then I kind of, like, sat down with her, and I explained to her, like, like, your ideal body type and, like, your idea of healthy might be different than, like, what is actually, and, like, also, like, yeah. there are other health things that, like, like, I just have a very slow metabolism, but, like, if I'm eating the same thing that somebody that has a fast metabolism is eating, it's gonna look different. Right. Like, you know, and I think also she was, like... I, like, because I still do work out, like, a lot, because I, for myself, not for any other reason, she, I, like, eat more than the average person, because otherwise I will, like, you know, pass, get, out. pass out. I literally yeah. almost passed out on Monday, because I did, so, like, I hadn't eaten anything before 12.15 Soul Cycle, and then it was, like, 2.30, and I still hadn't eaten anything. Oh, my God. And yeah, that's... I literally almost passed out. So yeah. it's, like, if I don't eat, I'm going to pass out. So... Yeah. But, like, the moral story is, like, health looks different on different folks, and... Yeah. Just, like, people need to be more gentle with their bodies and with themselves and their mental health. And oh, it's, yeah. like, having a healthy relationship with food is something that, at least for me, like, I'm working on it and I've made a lot of progress. But it looks different for everybody and you can't compare what you eat to what someone else eats and mm-hmm. use it in a general review. Yeah, but yeah, just, yeah, yeah. we could do a whole other podcast about oh, this, yeah. quite honestly. Yeah. But I think that's a, that's a good point to make where I, I feel like I have a much better relationship with it now. I think it's definitely still I think it's gonna be a work in progress for the rest of my life to be yeah, honest like totally. I remember we had to do this project for nutrition I'll end, a, on a, I'll end on this and then we can okay. wrap it up yes um I do this project for my nutrition class and we basically had to like put everything into my diet analysis like that we ate in a day so we had to like record a food journal like put literally everything in there um and then basically it was like gonna come back and give us like oh, are we, like, in our, like, ranges for, like, carbohydrates? Like, are you in the range for, like, your macros, your micros, like, whatever. Like, any anything that, like, you could be, like, in a range for or, like, above, below average, it would tell you that. 
Um, so I remember like once I put in like my height and my age, it told me that I should be eating like 2000, like, like assuming I am sedentary and sit the entire day and don't do anything. My baseline was like 2,800 calories or 2,080 calories, which I know, which is right off the bat. The standard for that is 1,500. It just goes to show you can't just assume a 2,000 calorie diet is going to be what's right for you because it's different for other people. Um, and then once you add in there the fact that I work out pretty much every day and I'm not sedentary, like I'm a student, I walk around campus all the time. I walk everywhere that I can. Like I'm obviously burning more than zero calories just by like living. Um, and so anyways, it like gave me like a new number or whatever. Um, and I put in all of my, like everything that I ate in a day. And I remember it was like, I was only at like 80% of my calorie goal for the 2,800. 2080 calories that it gave me and then on top of that I did two soul cycle classes that day because it was Brando's birthday mm, so right. I and I remember like I was looking at the chart and I was like oh my gosh like I did amazing like I ate like like literally like, half of what I was supposed to eat to like make up for the soul like, yeah and I I caught myself I was like why am I thinking like that yeah like that's not a healthy way to like think about it like food sh- I feel like should be fuel not like a oh I need to cut back on this like oh my gosh Agreed. I did amazing like it's not like a like a game you didn't do amazing in it like no it's literally the rest of your life so it's fuel you know yeah we love a we love a journey with food (laughs) we really really do maybe we'll do like a part two at some point but um i'd be down yeah any any final thoughts i don't i yeah i guess check on i a quote i really like is check on your strong friends because i feel like i would consider myself one of the strong friends like i'm always there for everybody and like I don't I'm an Aries I don't like to show my emotions I don't like right. to let people know when I'm emotional and I feel like sometimes like those are the friends that like need people there yeah. for them as well um aside from that, that I hope you enjoyed the podcast episode <laughs> sorry for I joining can talk me. for like I literally can talk for days so oh my God, don't apologize thanks for joining me on the pod this yeah week. if anyone wants to follow me on Instagram <laughs> at Zara Bokari um I'm single and 21. So, and an Aries. And an Aries. Uh, Libra Moon, Leo Rising, oh in case God. anyone's wondering. <laughs> and, and yeah, yeah, on that note, we'll see you guys next week with either myself or another guest. We'll see. But, Yay. you know. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe part, part two, two is that <laughs> <laughs>